commence primary ignition. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to yet another X-Wing podcast. I'm your host, Pete Lambro, joined this week and every week by Chris Daniel. Chris, how you doing, bud? I'm fine like wine. All right. Aged like wine as well. Hey-o. 463 this year, right? Uh, 62. 462. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, mean, <clears throat> I forgot the leap year. Um, also joining us this week is a very good friend of this podcast, Andrew Lewinsky. Andrew, how you doing, bud? I'm doing good. How are you? I am fucking exhausted. As I described in the pre-show, I took my kids on a night away for my daughter's birthday and was awake from 2.30 a.m. to 5 a.m. answering several questions about why is it still nighttime. And... (laughs) (laughs) What if they went went to Alaska, like, at the wrong time? They would be every day? What if? They would get eaten by bears, dude. They 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 cannot. They're not self sufficient in any capacity. Even my daughter, who's now eight years old, she can maybe make herself breakfast if there is oatmeal or frozen waffles in the house. And she, which most of the time there is, but like that's that is the the peak of her self sufficiency. She also mm. knows how she knows our phone number, so she knows how to like find an adult and say, "Here's my dad's phone number." Right there, we go. So if she was in Alaska. She would get mauled by a bear. That's what would happen. Wrong time of year. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm a little tired and a little wired, just like Nick Cage in the Gone in sixty seconds remake. Tired and, and wired. Uh, Ooh, uh, yeah. But but not too tired to start this podcast as we always start this podcast with the Star Wars question of the week. Burp, 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 burp. And this week, I have the question. I, I I'm shocked. Yeah, I know. I know you're shocked. All right. Imagine this in a world where you have a, a direct line, an ability to post a bounty that a Star Wars bounty hunter will fulfill, but you're posting it for something you need done in the real world. It does not have to be murder. Oh my God. It does not have to be murder. It's just something, some sort of dirty work that you don't want to get done or something, some sort of something that you don't want to get done. Uh, How do I not keep this political? <laughs> no, well, we, we'll let Andrew and myself go first, and you'll get some inspo, yes, I guess. Give me some time. Um, <laughs> Chris is pulling out his his pre made hit list. He's got like <laughs> my Batman list. Yeah. Um, anyway, what bounty would you do? Uh, and what what bounty would you uh, would you post, and which bounty hunter would you want to fulfill it? Andrew, you got anything for this? You, I want to hear your answer first. <laughs> oh, I'm setting the tone for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all right. I'm going pretty PG on mine. Here's the thing. Here's the problem. Probably the dirty work I have in my life. You know, guys, I'm on a, <clears throat> a weight loss journey. And I don't keep a lot of snacks in the house, right? That's part of that because sometimes, you know, it's late at night. There's too many sweet treats in the house. I'm just going to eat them. And I don't want to do that 
So I want to be very purposeful about the times in my life when I indulge, right? So it's like, I don't keep a pint of ice cream in the house, but it's like, if I really want ice cream, I'm going to actively go out and get the ice cream, right? But some fucking times, man, I need some snacks. I need like, I need the good snacks in this house. And my wife cannot find out that the good snacks get into the house, right? I, I need, this is the job I need done. So you and there's them? only, what? You hide them? No, I, I don't. Oh, you just don't have them. I just don't have them, oh, but that's classic. the dirty work. I need, yeah. I need a fixer oh. to get, to get the good snacks. Okay. Get them into my house and let me know the job is done. And I need this done discreetly. And there's only one man or one Trendoshan for the job. And it's Bosk. He's oh, got wow. that big, he's, he's got that dirtiness going on. Bosk. He's a lizard, so he can fucking smell with his tongue, so he can suss out, hopefully, both the good snacks and an appropriate, like, I don't want to go broke buying all these snacks. So he's got to s- sniff out a good deal. Uh, and he he's got that like, straws. I'm saying. He's, he's gonna go to, he's going to go to he's going to the grocery store. He's going to hook it up, and he's hopping in the hound's tooth, fucking loaded to the teeth with peanut butter cups and Doritos. And then he's rolling. He's rolling over to my driveway. And he's slithering his way to like the pantry, <clears throat> and then he's gonna be like, "Yes, here's here's the fucking scoop." So I'm calling up, I'm calling up my man Grief Carga, and I'm sending him the puck. And it's like you turn the puck on; it's just a fucking it's the snack aisle at the grocery store. <laughs> it's like a, a Reese's Pieces, <laughs> it's a fucking shopping <laughs> list. Yeah, yeah, hologram Reese's Pieces comes up, and it's like <laughs> that, that's like a recipe for failure, like Bosk. How about Bosk goes into the Z95 instead? It's smaller, a little less noticeable, you know, just saying. Uh, okay, but hear me out. Less cargo space. And this is oh. a big job, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and also, added bonus, added bonus. I don't think Bosk indulges in this type of treat. I think he eats people, so... It's, you know, he's not going to eat. Like, the, he's not like going to be like the fucking Uber driver who eats my food. I was going to say, what if you like snacks like ribs or something? And you're just like, <laughs> fuck. Fucking Bosk. If Bosk brought back a pizza, though, like mistaking that for a snack, I wouldn't complain. See, I, I think you would need, he would need a little help. Like, I don't know. And you guys would know this more than me. Who's somebody that could build an underground tunnel? Right under Pete's place, where he could deliver it under there, and then Pete's like, "Oh, I'm going to use the bathroom like at two thirty a.m. when his kids are awake," and then he goes <laughs> and just to open the, the fucking hatch. You know, I have a basement. <laughs> oh well, there you go. But it's got to be like more discreet. Like you go to the bathroom, and all of a sudden, like the floor opens, and then you have, then it goes downstairs, and that's where all the the delivery. I'll have are. him. I'll Bam. have him stow it in the fucking shed, and I'll <laughs> tell my wife, "I'm like, I'm going to go mow the lawn, but instead, I'm going to go uh, pound chips." Anyway. That's my answer. My answer is I need illicit snacks brought into my house by by Bosk. What do you guys got? I got one. All right. So being the dad in the house, I'm in charge of bug duty. And oh. we get, you know, these those thousand legger house centipedes oh. in my house. Oh, that's I get the those. worst. Yeah. Uh, so being dad, you know, I'm constantly getting screamed, Dad, there's a centipede. Or, you know, my wife's freaking out. And I'm just like, God dang it. It's like I have to stop what I'm doing to like go get some toilet paper and go smother this thing. So I'm mm-hmm. setting the puck out with, you know, a full on three D <laughs> With the uh, fucking centipede um, investigation. Centipede. 
you know, I'll be honest. We only get like maybe like one a week, but it's still just like it's still it's an inconvenience. Exactly, it's it's the dirty work you need done. That's a lot, right? So you know, I looked up these centipede things, and they're apparently really good because if you have them. They eat other bugs. So it's yes, like, I've heard about this. So what I don't I'm care though. Do, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is hire another bug and go with like four lamen zuckus, and uh, they're going to be in charge of. They're you know they they have to come as a pair. So who eats the bugs? <clears throat> who bugs the bugs? They probably More hire bugs. Them. They probably reinvest in like 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 labor for the bugs. You yeah, think well, they maybe, sp- maybe they don't they have to kill it. Bug? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. No, there's nothing in the contract. It could be dead or alive. So just out of the house. Exactly. Just take care of my problem, bro. On that same topic, that's very. This is just. So my son is. Uh, he hates when bugs are in his room. Right. Like anytime we get a stink mm-hmm. bug in there, I have to hear about it. Uh, Except lately, he's been getting a lot of ladybugs in his room. And he doesn't mind man. that. Oh, whoa, yeah. But he thinks they're his friends. Right. And in conjunction with, you know, he's switched to, I was mentioning this in the pre-show, he has switched now to a, what we're calling a big boy bed. He's not in a crib anymore. Yeah, he's a man. Well, I look, I look at his fucking baby monitor the other day during nap time of all things. And I see him, he gets out of bed and he's pushing like the rocking chair ottoman over to the window, climbing up it. And then he like gets back into bed. So I go in his room. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? He's like, oh, I got my ladybug. I'm like, the ladybug cannot lay in the bed with you. <laughs> so I take it away. He goes, but he's my friend. This might be <laughs> the end like, of the ladybug. No. I'm like, the ladybug is going outside where the ladybug lives. I mean, he shouldn't be inside. Bring the ladybug outside. No, no. Now, well, what if he what if he said, don't forget what you're gonna say, Drew. What if he said, Oh, you know, my ladybug's right here. I love the ladybug. And it was like the that lantern fly that everybody's trying to kill. Uh, we would squash it. He knows we squash those. We squash oh, okay, those together. Okay. Yeah, it's teamwork. All right, Chris, so, what's your dirty work? Well, Drew, oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, yeah, yeah. Thank so on, on a similar note, um, I was, you know, messing around with my 3D printer, and uh, my three-year-old comes up to me, and he's like, Daddy, can you make me something? And I was just like, yeah, what do you, what do you want? And he's like, I want a centipede. And I was just like, are you kidding me? You're going to make me a 3D printer centipede? I was just like, oh, conveniently, my 3D printer then broke, and I did not have to print the centipede. <laughs> You know, they have like these little vacuum cleaner things. Cause I have that problem oh, yeah. sometimes. Have you seen it? I had it and it broke. I should just try to order again, but I haven't had a centipede problem lately. I mean, but it's perfect. Because yeah. I'm not tall like you. So I, I need to like, and they're smart. They go like in the corners of the ceiling oh, and I stuff. It's fuckers. Yeah, they're slick. But it's like a vacuum and it's curved. It's like a vacuum cleaner at the end and you, you could put it, it's curved so it could fit in Chris, the corner. You need you need the bug shotgun. You seen this? Uh, I have what? one. So you have, does it work? So, yo, okay. So we had, okay. I, I guess you guys are like a well, year on, behind on, us. We have to explain this to Chris first. Okay. So it's it's a it's like a shotgun that you fill with salt, right? It's a toy oh shotgun. God. It is yes, a toy yes, size. It's shotgun. a toy shotgun. You fill it with salt, and what it does is it's meant for flies. But um, and what happens is the the salt shoots through the wings, so they can't fly anymore. Oh. Um, so it, it just fucking so, shreds them, Chris. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, so we had a really bad lanternfly problem like about two years ago, and so I like to the point that like my entire back like fence was just covered in like Ugh. the dents. So I just got I went and got this shotgun and just went to town wow. on the lanternflies. Did it so, work? Good. Yeah. Oh yeah. You got lanternfly guts everywhere. Did you yeah. quote like? Oh, I did. I, I would have to like sweep it up with like a broom afterwards. Wow. So it be that bad. That's bad. 
Did so. you quote like Arnold Schwarzenegger? Like, uh, rah, get to the uh, job. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. I'm uh, turning the lantern out. <laughs> Not <Right. rock. laughs> Another thing the three-year-old loved doing was just shooting bugs with a salt shotgun. With a fucking gun. I went, I was at the, <laughs> the first time I ever ran into this thing, I was at the, hardware, at the hardware store. I was getting <clears> cool <throat> chemicals. And I looked and it was like an American flag, like patterned one. I was like, what? Wow. The fuck is this? It's called like the Bug Ripper 4000 or some nonsense name like that. <laughs> Anyway, what what's your dirty work, Chris? What who are you hiding a bounty hunter for? I I I went off of the other tangent, and okay. I am going a different route than both of you. All right, I'm getting IG11 or a reprogram IG whatever that was in Mando. What was that? IG something? That was yeah, it was IG IG11 is Mando. Oh, that is IG. Oh, this yeah, the one in the IG88 is the OG from. Empire yeah, Church. so you know what? We're gonna we're gonna reprogram IG alone because he's got some personality, okay. and he's gonna grief. He's gonna go to grief, and grief is gonna pull the puck up, and it's going to be a picture of Bitcoin. Mm, the concept he, of Bitcoin. Yes. Oh, stop! Stop attacking me. So that's my cat. So yes, he's going to somehow. Cat in the cyber... crypto is trying to stop you. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to cyber capture the crypto and bring me like a billion Bitcoin or something. Oh, oh he's it, stealing crypto for you. Oh, yeah, exactly. I thought I thought you were I thought you were like seeing crypto as like a plague on society and you were going to have him like take out all the crypto miners. Because oh, he's a robot. Is he like doing it in the Matrix or is he actually like going to hunt people down? He's actually engaging his GPU and just he's mining. Exactly, he's mining. He's just he's just mining. For yeah, I think it's both. I think he has to go somewhere specific, maybe take out a few people, and then mine do his little IG eleven stuff into the computer because only droids can do that. And then he That's just true. mines the Bitcoin, and then I'm rich. Now, here is it's time for it's time for a technology corner with technology Pete and Chris. Corner. Chris, for the listener, tell me anything about the blockchain. The blockchain. Well, yeah. it's basically a chain of blocks that mm-hmm. connect to mm-hmm. other chains. That's 100% right. You nailed it. That's what powers crypto. There you go. That's it. There Thanks for coming go. to Technology Corner. <laughs> All right. <laughs> excellent, excellent answers to my Star Wars question of the week, guys. Thank you very much. All right. We have more. We have some fun championship discussions. We've got some store champs. we got a world qualifier that happened. We're going to cover some of that stuff. But first... Upcoming is PAX Unplugged. We have hyped it here plenty of times, and I want to kick it to Andrew, esteemed tournament organizer for PAX Unplugged, to give us some hot updates and news and information. Andrew, what do you got? Okay, so first up, um, so we have generally about 10 seats left uh, that are up for grabs. Now, there's probably going to be some drops, so there might be a little bit more. but if we if we hit the cap that everyone that originally signed up, um, we have about ten seats left. So I would recommend getting on that. Um, you can find the event on Pax Unplugged's website um, and sign up from there. Now to guarantee your spot, you have to sign up through the Google form that we have on Pax's website, and then you will get emailed a uh, link to our roll better. And once you are in both of them you will get, um, you know, you'll secure your spot completely for uh, PAX Unplugged, the Saturday event. Um, so 
like I said, there's about 10 seats left if you want to guarantee your spot. And uh, again, that's the best way to do it right now is doing that. Um, now, with that being said, there, we all, we haven't really set up the roll betters for the side events. We have the Friday side event, which is an extended tournament uh that we have a store championship kit ready to go for that so there will be an invite as you know as long as i don't know 10 people don't magically drop and uh, we don't hit the 16 person mark mm-hmm. and we also have a uh the fangs, fangs out, out tournament yes on sunday which is the two minute set your dials timer 60 uh, minute one, rounds know, that's 60 what I'm minute in rounds for. i'm in for that exactly Hope to be it real quick. You know, we I ordered a bunch of, uh, you know, timers, egg timers that, you know, once both players agree that you're in the planning phase, you hit start on the timer. And then once, you know, that two minute beeps, then whatever is left, you uh, they do a two white straight, I believe it is. Uh, so that should be fun. And we also have a store championship kit for that as well. So both of those things, you can sign up on Pax Unplugged's website. You just kind of search X-Wing um, and it should come up. And you can sign up, like I said, the Google form and then keep an eye on your email for that. Um, and for the roll better that will come out for those. Um, I believe we're having an interesting thing with, so Dion, I believe will be streaming it. We're still mm-hmm. in the works of everything, but it's going to be funny because Dion's not going to be there. We have like a new setup that we're hoping to, uh, where he's going to, oh, I remember, I remember some conversations at Nova. We're going to relay, we're going to relay the stream to him and then he will provide commentary over it, and then he will stream it out to the goals. So, right? Correct. So yeah, I mean, we got a hotspot that we're going to use, um, and hopefully, I mean, hopefully everything goes well, and we're going to maybe like do a test run with something on Friday, um, to make sure everything Smart. goes smoothly, and then hopefully everything will go great for Saturday, and you'll be able to watch um, at least you know a full day of stream with uh, through them. So we are in the works of that. We talked a little bit this week about it. Um, so there's that now. Andrew, I, I don't know. It's yes. pretty crazy you didn't approach local podcasters, Pete and Chris, to uh, to stream your, your tournament. Uh, who says we can't have? I, Maybe I we'll think we did talk about it. I mean, uh, no, we, we, we absolutely did, and I and Chris is Chris is playing, and I'm not available. <laughs> so I mean, we could always have two streams. Just those, just, just, you know. Oh, um, I'm just. Is there? Should. Do we have any? Um. Do we have any? Maybe guesstimates as to the times that they might start. That all three tournaments might start. Uh, so I, the I thought they're ten a.m. each, right? Friday, Saturday they start at eleven, or Friday, yeah. Sunday they start at eleven. Um, registration, I believe, starts at eleven. They should both kick off at noon. Saturday registration starts at ten a.m. Um, we hope to have dials down at eleven. However, if anyone's been to PAX before, you uh, doors open at 10, exactly. Yeah. And you have to go through security and the giant line to get in. So mm-hmm. we understand that there's going to be things. Oh, so. yeah. And they put you in the Delays. big cattle, the big yeah. cattle lines. Yep. So uh, when you get to PAX on Saturday for the main event, uh, first thing to do is check in, set up, get everything done. You know, you get your... Uh, all your ships and dials already, and then go check out the con and, you know, just keep an eye on pairings and, you know, make sure you're at your table. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. Our setup should be pretty similar as the years past where we have the giant round tables, which I know people tend to like better than the long tables because it gives you like the 360 to like walk around. And oh yeah. I love yeah. the round um, table. Any angles that you need. 
um, which I, like I said, I, I understand people like it. Um, so yeah, we should be in miniatures HQ as well as, you know, I know there's a spot in packs that says tournaments and everything like that, but because that generally, yeah, but with the nature of the mini stuff, I, in the past, I know they put us in minis HQ, right? Right. So round tables. Right, and so we should, I believe, be in Minis HQ as well. Uh, I haven't gotten confirmation from PAX yet um, on all of that. Then there's so, a... Go ahead. Well, I'm saying, well, yeah, so with tournaments, that's generally card games and stuff like that. Like, I, do, I know they do, like, Pokemon and, like, mm-hmm. and Magic and all that stuff at tournaments. So you want to make sure that um, it is Minis HQ. And if that changes, I will make sure everyone knows in the emails uh, where to go. Maybe maybe next year, Andrew, will skip X-Wing entirely and be playing Star Wars Unlimited. You know... In the real tournament. I, I heard I might start a Star Wars Unlimited podcast called <clears throat> Star Wars point. The Unlimited Podcast. <laughs> I, that's a joke. Um, it, nothing can compete with Shatterpoints. A Shatterpoint podcast. Shatterpoint. <laughs> um, a limitless a Star Wars Unlimited podcast. So funny, a, yeah. Go ahead. Funny story about next year's PAX unplugged. It might be the same weekend that I'm going to Disney. So uh, we'll see. Oh. I'll play that by ear. Um, so um, on it. Yeah, That's right. We, yeah, volunteer it, me. Here's the thing. Yeah, well, if there is X, well, I mean, there should be X Wing impacts. If X Wing still well, exists in 2024, if X Wing still exists, it's not that game. Then um, they're definitely we have the correct channels and people that will um, you know be able to run it properly. And you know we've got a lot of guys that have been doing this for a while and can definitely help out um, and know what they are doing without me being there. So I mean, obviously, I'll still have a hand in everything and make sure everything goes smoothly. Um, you know, because like last year I had the emergency and I trusted those guys fully and I believe they uh will they be probably previous. That year. wasn't like even last year. That was two years ago. Two yeah. years ago, exactly. So, I mean, uh, I'm confident that we'll have a great showing regardless if I'm there or not. Um, so, with that being said, uh, I know there's probably some questions that you might have or, you know, game questions that you need rulings on and um, everything like that. So... For the most part, uh, everything obviously in the uh, F, the RFG, the, or the RRG, I'm sorry, um, the rules reference guide, it mm-hmm. stands. I mean, everything has to be by the books. Um, so a couple things that we do know right off the bat is infinite arenas. I know people love it. And, you know, to myself as well, I, I enjoy doing it when I do local tournaments. However, everything has to be amg official yeah Mm -hmm. um so i know that's the main question i get um if you don't have it it's not just just to offer clarification it's not just you have to have the cards with you you have to have the cards and at your table setup be using the cards right correct Mm -hmm. it's not just you know i have the infinite arenas on top of my cards you need to have the cards um using them and as far as that goes any alt arts have to also be amg or ffg um official too you know mm-hmm. um you, just because you know that that's the amg does like to go and take pictures and everything and you know this is a event that they are basically running um it, it, we're also being sponsored by luminous gaming mm-hmm. um so they, they did have a great deal in organizing all this for us so we want to make sure that you know everything is being done the way that they wanted to do and on top of that because of luminous gaming we are not charging for the event so that is a huge mm-hmm. thing um all official stuff ladies and gents all official stuff all official stuff well and i i will say on that note just i remember last year i spoke to the young woman who was doing social media for amg 
right? And she wanted to take a picture of like the fire spray I had painted. And I was like really proud of that. Right. Um, But like very specifically, she like mentioned, she's like, it's a landmine out there because she can't just take pictures of tables without clearing to make sure everything that shows up in the picture is like owned by Uh like Lucas film. Right. She's like, if you were, if we're owned by AMG, right. It's like, if they're doing anything that could be considered like, gray area on like copyright she can't post it right so it's like totally useless to her so like just having that stuff in the picture is treacherous right Right. and it just makes her job forget we want to be official it just makes the person who's trying to like hype up this tournament in this game it makes their job way harder (laughs) right like and we don't want to do that we want we want we want amg's social media to be like littered with pictures of x-wing so people see it and go oh shit x-wing and they come play x-wing right Exactly. And, and like, you know, we, the amount of people that walked past the tournament last year, just like seeing X-Wings and, you know, Falcons and, you know, fire sprays, TIE fighters on the table. It, it was the amount of people that came up to me and asked me for a demo. I was kind of like, well, I yeah. don't have a demo person. I'm sorry. And it's like, you know, it, it definitely drums interest to the game. Um, it does. So, I mean, man. like, yeah. So, uh, exactly like fire spray or no, I'm sorry, not fire sprays, but like ships that, uh, in, that are painted are obviously okay. As long as, you know, they're within reason, you don't have like a giant, like logo or something on the side, in the side of it. But, um, painting your ships fine, everything like that. I mean, I wouldn't alter them too heavily. Like, you know, some of Chris's tie uglies that he likes to put out on the, you know, on the board. <laughs> that confuse um, Pete. Oh, yeah, I, right. I love, I Lean love doing those. Um, I love doing just kind of like alternate schemes, right? Like, so like last year I had like a kind of a dark green and gold uh, or like bronzy fire spray, right? And I was like, it's not like that's, it wasn't a reference to anything. It just kind of looked, I originally painted it kind of like thinking it was kind of Hondo inspired from the nice. Hondo art, right? Um, but I just, you know, it was just, that was just who I used for Boba or Kashka, I forget. Like it was just one of my fire sprays. Um and I also have the one I ended up bringing to Worlds was also, I mean, was inspired by stuff that was Mets colored, right? But it didn't have a logo on it or anything. It was just blue and orange, right? Yep. And it's like that kind of thing is totally going to pass muster and be totally fine. Right. To even if even if you pick, like, even if you're from Pittsburgh and you put a fire spray on there that's Steelers colors, as long as you're not putting the Steelers logo on it, it's totally fine, right? 100%. Nice. Yeah, a lot of that stuff's encouraged. I mean, we will definitely probably um, have a paint, you know, best painted ship, um, or even you know, best painted squadron, I should say, mm-hmm. uh, prize that to go around. Um, but also speaking of prizes, I, you know, it pains me a little bit to say, you know, everything that we will be handing out will be AMG FFG official. Um, we have a lot of stuff that was given to us um, from pre-pandemic that you know just didn't get out because of everything that happened with the pandemic. Uh, I know years past, everyone, you know, saw the prizes that I used to make, um, hand make a lot of that stuff. Uh, unfortunately, we can't do that this year because of the, uh, um, the rule set in place, but we still have a ton of stuff that we will be giving out. Um, we're not clear if we're going to be doing the prize wall and stuff where a lot of this stuff to hand out, we still are getting inventory of everything that is coming our way. So, uh, if you went to Nova or some of these other places, I know we have a bunch of blind bags to give out that they did. Um, and this was a lot of those really are cool so much fun. Yeah. So yeah, we we will have a ton of stuff that is also outside of the world's qualifier kit that is coming with us. And you know, the world's qualifier stuff is pretty awesome too. So, oh, I love. Um, I, 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 I'm sad I'm not able to play just for another. I can't get another crack at that Jedi cardboard. Uh, yeah, you can have mine. <laughs> it's fine. 
Oh, um, shit, I'm in, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's sitting right next to me. I was like, I'm never going to put this on the table. Um, I, I I don't play Republic a ton, but I play it enough that I 1,000% would put stuff like that yeah. on the table. Like this, yeah. just like the Anakin dial cover and stuff, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's like an excuse to, to play it. Yep. Um, so try to wrap this up real quick. I, yeah. um, I feel like I'm taking a lot of time. Um, no, you're good. You're good. We are mostly settled on based off of what we're projecting that the numbers are going to look at. I believe what we're going to do is follow Nova's format where we're going to do five rounds of Swiss on Saturday. Okay. Then there should be two rounds of Swiss on Sunday. Um, you know, you have to, ha- I believe it will be 10 tournament points. Is it? No, I'm sorry. 11 tournament points. It is. At, Nova, Nova was 11. Was and then 11. They scaled, yeah. Then, but then they scaled it down, I think, to 10. Correct. I think it was. Large, I, know, oh, I think it was twelve, and they scaled back to eleven. Oh, okay, so okay. That, that's way. that's bearing to change, and the reason for that is, you know, anyone that is capable of making top eight will have a chance on Sunday to play, um, because there are top eight prizes. So once we get the definite number of how many people, we will, um, you know, say how many people will be making the cut the cut on Sunday, and you know what your score needs to be on Sunday. Um, to make it to Sunday. If you don't make it Sunday, we have the Fangs Out tournament to play. Um, and well, then you can play uh, with me. I'll be in the Fangs Out tournament. Will, um, I might play in the extended tournament because I think we have a, a solid judge that will be doing that. And I think extended is fun. Um, but so with that being said, there'll be five rounds of Swiss on uh, Saturday, two rounds of Swiss on Sunday if you make uh, the points requirement. And then we will cut it to a top four um from that point and go from there so i mean sunday is we have a little bit of a tightened schedule because the con closes at six so we need to be out of there at six so hopefully that all works out perfectly and you know it should go great um so last two things that i do want to put out there is if you have any questions uh, about the tournament if you have any questions rules wise anything like that um i ask that you send me an email um, you can reach me at three, the number three, and then the word fat dads, F A T D A D S at gmail.com. Wait, did you um, really make that email? I, I, got, I made that at the beginning of the show because I was like, or andrew.lewinsky at gmail.com, either or, but three fat dads, um, at gmail.com. And, um, also if you have any, again, if you have any questions, rules, questions, anything about the con, I, this is probably, I don't know I've gone to the con every single year that I've, uh, it's been in Philadelphia, um, mm-hmm. in its existence. So, uh, I would say I'm rather seasoned on it. If you, you know, anything about the city of Philadelphia and places to stay and, you know, places to eat anything at all, uh, shoot me an email. And I will definitely get back to you. As Andrew, I, I have a Philly question for you. Absolutely. Which is the best donut to get from the Reading Terminal Market donut place? That is hands down Baylor's. Or I'm pretty sure that's what you just pronounced. No, no, no. Baylor's. I mean, which which of their donuts is what I'm saying. Oh, which of their donuts? Yeah. Uh, which Baylor's? flavor? Uh, okay, so I'm a sucker. I mean, I know it's not a donut, but uh, they're... Um, Apple fritter. Yeah, the apple fritter probably is probably the next level. He's right. 
He's I right. love. I they they do like a good peanut butter. They do all kinds <sighs> of good donuts. Dude, they have like a peanut butter bacon one that's just delicious. Everything, yeah, everything the, you you, only, you really only, can't go wrong. But the, the apple only thing fritter. I don't like about them is that they're not open on Sundays. Fucking oh, yeah. Dutch Bakery, baby. Yes. Um, all right, moving on. Well, Thank last you. One, last one. Well, last one. Last one. Last one. Last one. Last one. Last one. Um, if we are in the market for one, potentially one to two more judges. Um, if you are interested in that, um, you know, just have a general rules of how to, you know, do our checks, stuff like that, general idea of the rules. Um, so if you're interested in that, we will be able to get you a con badge, um, you know, for the entire weekend. Uh, so if you would like to do that, also send an email to either andrew.lewinsky at gmail.com or, three fat dads at gmail.com <laughs> and uh we can definitely hook you up with a three-day badge and we'll talk about schedules and stuff like that there so i'm gonna need the password to that email account <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's fine i, I got you uh, uh, all right that, thank that, that you. is the yeah. last thing about packs no that's okay we're gonna put a lot of that in the show notes again email address for andrew andrew.lewinsky at gmail.com or three the number three fat dads at gmail.com you can end up emailing there all your questions uh ju- volunteer to be a judge if you are a listener out there you want to try your hand at judging if you uh if you feel comfortable with the rules of x-wing i think you should i think judging is rad or and even a I demo person that. i mean the amount of people that we yeah. were like yo we got you know demos yeah that's great that's a good idea yeah, that's a good idea too. demo person so. yeah all right, now we're moving on, and we're going, we're going north. Are we going, going north? north? Oh, Canada, Chris. Oh, Canada, something, the, something, something. That's all. Stop. I no, this, you're going to cause an international incident. That, I like we, your, uh, the Saint Laurent Open X-wing World Qualifier was this weekend, and uh, let's see uh, who won. Oh, friend of this podcast, Cam Murray. He's been on this podcast before. What a guy. Wham, bam, thank you, Cam. Wham, bam, thank you, Cam. Let's see what list he was flying, Christopher. The, the one, Han Solo. The one that no one is familiar with. <laughs> you, you heard of this character, Han Solar? No, yeah, he's got he's got Han, uh, Biston, Perceptive, the trick shot, trick shot. Han, which I like. I like the Did he even have the title more. on there? Title's not in the list? Uh, he, it's no. probably there. He's like, I don't know. It's not in the role better list. He's, that it, that means it's not there. That means it's not there. Um, he had your boy uh, Luke, and here here's a little different: is your boy Hall Oaken, which I've seen before, but not everybody does this one. I like him. Hall Oaken, yeah, he's cool. He's a cool dude. He's I four can do double modded protorps. He's the first appearance of that precise astro upgrade that uh, Contrail mm-hmm. has too. Uh, Ko Venzi with uh, Lone Wolf and concussion missions, missiles, and also a very interesting choice: vectored cannons. That is the config that takes away vectored thrusters, Chris. You know. But then this? he has the turret, right? Yeah, well, you have the turret, but it doesn't make your missiles have the turret like uh, like, like your the SFs. Yeah. yeah, but I um, mean, he could do. That's the one in the system phase where he could boost the barrel roll, correct? Boost or rotate or rotate. Uh, but what he can do is he can rotate backwards. Okay. And still have the concussion missile front arc, right? So you kind of double arc, sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, uh, Sabine Wren, TIE Fighter with Beskar reinforced plating. So good job, Cam. Um, but I also wanted to shout out uh, friend, another friend of the podcast here, uh, Dwight, who actually emailed us and turned us on to this happening. Uh, he said, hey, it's Dwight from up in Canada. Uh, they have their world's qualifier coming up and he would love to hear our thoughts on it. So here are these thoughts, but we, I wanted to shout out 
uh his he has a a list down further uh and now i'm just guessing that his i'm guessing based on his Jet affiliation Bird? name or no no kill him nada kill him nada that's uh-huh. a role better name okay yeah okay here's his list i wanted to read because i thought you would like it chris you know why because it's F.O., baby. Because it's F.O. And also, an uh, unbelievable uh, list name, Just Some Stuff. <laughs> Which is my kind of list name, brother. I love it. Uh, you want to read this one, Chris? Or you got to get it? The Just Some Stuff? Just or Some the... Stuff. Just Some Stuff. Just some, no, I don't I don't see that one, the Just Some Stuff. I, I no, just no, 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 no. The... Sorry. Uh, apologies. The, if you click on to kill him nada username, it'll load up and it will give his list and the list title. Oh, okay, stuff. okay. There you go. I get, yeah, I'll read the kill him nada. Yep. It's basically what I'm flying now, kind of. Uh, it's Mal with cluster missiles. Scorch in the TIE fighter with fanatical and crack shot. He's just meant to go in there and kill and die. Uh, QD with swarm tactics. PD... PA and F- SFG, Special Forces Gunner. Mm-hmm. And then QD Swarm Tactics Whirlwind to a six, who has enhanced jamming suite, cluster missiles, advanced optics. He's a fanatical, stop attacking me, and uh, marksmanship. And then you round it out with Kylo Ren with enhanced jamming suite. So he's in the whisper. This is a very compassionate Kylo Ren. So he has compassion, shatter shot, trick shot, concussion missiles, and Bio, oh wow, wow! So that's a very interesting. Kylo, he loves asteroids apparently because he could shoot through them and get like mm-hmm. a thousand dice, mm-hmm. and he could target lock somebody, and then they could go far away, and he could still jam them. Pretty uh, slick. That's actually a slick Kylo. I like it. Pretty sneaky. I yeah, like no, I, I like this list. It's kind of goofy in your kind of style. I will mm-hmm. say that. Um, there was something else I was going to say about it that I cannot remember at all. I like the name under it, Johan Solo. <laughs> well, I was going to say, so So Dwight ended up going, I mean, not to spend a thousand hours on this, but Dwight ended up going two and three. Uh, but I will say, these first three lists he played into, these first three games, these are some meta stuff, right? So oh, like, yeah. these, were, these were tough matchups, right? I mean, he his first his round one opponents list is titled totally netlisted right like it's just <laughs> which is like i appreciate the honesty but it's han luke ko wedge sabine a list we have seen win world qualifiers before you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then next we've got um four x-wings plus four resistance x-wings four t-70s plus zori another list we have seen do crazy well places right like you know Lord. we're talking snap elo uh, Vanessa Doza, right? Like those kinds of ships that we have seen, like staples we've seen kind of everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, another resistance after that. This resistance is slightly different because it's three T-70s, another Zori, and Lulo. But again, that's extremely similar to what Ryan Staniszewski went to, I believe, top four with that Nova, right? Where, again, same concept, Right. It's just like resistance. So so he played into some really tough lists first and then he got a win against, though, uh, Padme, Padme plus arcs. Right. And Anakin, which is like, jeez, that's that's a a killer. Right. Yeah. The three I call them. I call them the the three R's rebels, resistance and republic. They're the strongest. uh, I think the factions right now. Right. Yeah. So like I I, shout out to Dwight. Uh, We love you, bud. Um, 
But you know, if we want to, if there's anything else that looks uh, thrilling to you from like the top cut or um, top top of uh, Swiss, there, Chris, um, stand out. No, usual stuff. Although it looked pretty, uh, pretty God. normal. I, I sculpted it down before. You like anything on there, uh, Drew? Um, I like the number twelve. No. Number twelve has Lori, Lieutenant Lori, Laurier. Yeah. Bendy barrel roll guy. I was I was looking at the um I'm I'm just looking at the roll better, you know, the little they use the little icons, mm-hmm. right? Uh I'm really liking um Mackey McKay G uh has hey, FO, Jake. but he's got Von Reg in the FO list. And I always like to see a Von Reg out there. Von mostly. Good. Well, I don't even know if he's good because I don't fly FO, but I think I think that the Thai BA is a gorgeous model and I love I love seeing it on the table. Like yeah. when people play against me and they're like, oh, I have the Type BA. I'm like, I cannot wait to lose this game because I fucking love that red TIE fighter. It looks rad. <laughs> <laughs> um, Drew, I don't see. I am scrolling. pretty far down there. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I see Where's the scum? They're not for good scum. They're great scum belts. Everybody's good. Um, <laughs> number 41, I believe, is the first one. I see. Yeah. Wow. Woof. I really like. I'm not, I won't lie. I like the. Uh, where is it? I just lost it. Uh, the number fourteen, the Darth Maul, the two Magna Guard protectors. Yeah, I was looking at that. Yeah. I like that one a lot, actually. Um, I love to see a Sith infiltrator. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, so let's read this one. This is Darth Maul. Somebody look up this. Um, this droid, uh, this tack relay. Uh, this is Darth Maul and the infiltrator with scimitar. Hey, K two B four. Yeah, uh, and Savage crew. So this is a. Four Force, this is Darth Maul, right? Uh, then we got Magna Guard Protectors. We have two of them. Uh, they both have independent calc, synced laser cannons, and discord missiles. Yikes. Uh, then we have uh, Tri-Fighter, DIS-347, with intercept booster, independent calc, and discord missiles. And last but not least, we have DFS-081, Vulture Droid, with grappling struts, energy shell charges, independent calcs. Surprising to me that they're not leaning into any standard loadout stuff because there's quite a bit of, you know, there's just decent Tri-Fighter options, right? There's decent Vulture options for standard mm-hmm. loadout. And it's interesting they're not leaning into that. Because uh, for Tri-Fighters, there's not a ton of reasons not to go with one of the standard loadouts because they tend to have really good initiative and they're pretty strong. They do. They yeah, do. I don't know. Maybe they, maybe there are more points. I'm not. I'm just not realizing that. How do you like his name, Drew? You see his name. What's his name? Snoopog. Snoopog. <laughs> Snoopog. Wait. Who um, knows? Who knows what what K two B four does? Uh, so it is mm-hmm. when it's a friendly ship. Yeah. yeah. When a friendly ship at range zero to three defends, it may spend one calculate token. If it does, add one evade result, unless the attacker chooses to gain one strain token. Yeah, it's pretty so, pretty uh yeah. pain in the neck re- uh tactical relay. They call it Kobe. They do? Yeah, Kobe. <laughs> Are you just making that up? No, the other no. thing I want to point out, this is not it. a list, but um this is what this is a this is a sleepy podcast. I'm I'm very tired um because my kids woke me up in the middle He's of the tired, night. But, but we're awake, everybody. Don't oh, worry. Yeah, I'm off tomorrow, but, so I'm partying. Guys, Ooh. guys. We're ready. It's gonna be a five hour. The Canadian podcast. affiliations are chef's kiss. We got some heavy hitters. We got Frog Squadron. Incredible name, right? Frog <laughs> Squadron. We got Labis, 
La Abyss, La Abyss, like the Abyss, but French. <laughs> By Town Smugglers, good name, Chris. Why don't we have a cool squad name, Chris? Are we in a squad? Are we a squad? I don't, I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so either. But we should have we a are. cool, cool squad name. Gonk Squadron, um, Skyhoppers. Skyhoppers. No, no, no. Here we go. Here's here's one I'm loving. X-Wing Dudes. Dudes only. <laughs> That's great. The fucking X-Wing Dudes are here. There's not just one X-Wing Dude here. There are one, two, maybe there's just two. But there's at least two X-Wing Dudes here. <laughs> <laughs> Team Traveler, like Time Traveler. Team Traveler. Incredible. Oh, go ahead. They got cool names. Anyway. Oh god! Like, oh, I'm so man. sorry. We Wait, love you, Canada. Oh, oh. I'm trying, man. My kid, my I'm telling you, I swear to God, I'm in this hotel room. My kid walks in two thirty in the morning. Hey, Dad, what? Why is it still nighttime outside? I'm like, dude, it is the middle of the night. That is why, right? <laughs> that is why it is still nighttime. I don't understand. I don't understand what's the matter. What's the matter with you? You know what's close to Canada? If you say Portland, that's great because that's the one I loaded up next. Oh, it is. Excellent. This yet yet another email was sent to yet another X-Wing pod at gmail.com uh, from I am going to guess I, I'm almost positive his real name is Tim, but he's Tim but he keeps signing off as Diablo, which is very confusing because you're not the devil. You're very nice. <laughs> He came but, in as fifth. Maybe he plays Diablo. The the video I play Diablo. A lot of people it's a play good it, game. Yeah. yeah, it's a popular video game. You're right. Uh, anyway, he reached out in advance of this. We shouted out the we shouted out their um we shouted out their upcoming store championship. They had slots for twenty four players. No, sorry, they had twenty four players and a few slots left. They ended up getting a turnout of twenty, which that's a great count for store I champ. Think. Yeah, that's that, good. That feels great. Like having having a twenty player like local that feels like a championship match up right. Like I know sixteen is the magic number, and I'm totally in support of that. But like sometimes you get a tournament that is like sixteen or eighteen players, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like that kind of that round number of twenty really I don't know beefs up the event. I feel like right um, that when you like when you got to do the top four cut right because like when it's sixteen players you just play four rounds right. Yeah. Once you get once you get up to twenty, you're doing a top cut, and that's cool stuff. Anyway, uh, so Tim wrote into us uh, again, shouting out, shouting out the the event, and he also um, uh, wanted to let us shout know out some interesting that... lists. Yeah, oh yeah, all kinds of interesting lists in this one. Have you looked through these? Yeah, I'm looking. I want to. I want to shout some of these out. Um, I like the Obi Wan one. Yep. Yep. That's I like. Well, so I'm looking. You know, again, we're looking through Roll Better right now, right? And Roll Better just shows icons, right? Oh, but I'm funny. seeing, I'm seeing multiple four ship lists here, and I'm seeing some three ship lists, and that is pretty wild stuff. So, yeah, let's talk about Obi Wan's list. Obi Wan came second overall. Um, and it's not Obi Wan. It's Obi Obi Wan like Wan like the like the name Juwan. Mm-hmm. Juwan, yeah. Obi um, No list recorded. What? OP. No, I got oh, I won't look on Lust Fortress though. It might be oh. on the list. Okay, Let's... all right, all right. But yeah, read it to me from Lust Fortress. Republic. The Galactic yeah, Republic. The Galactic Republic. Anakin, I think the seven B, because he has shield upgrade. R four P Astromech and Cracky. Crackshot. Mace Windu with heightened perception 
an R4P17, uh, and I presume that's 7B as well because I don't see a collaborated, whatever you call it, a laser thingy stuff. Calibrated? Calibrated laser? Calibrated laser targeting. There you go. I would just then, let you fly um, for longer. And then uh, the, I presume this is the SOC Wolf and SOC Oddball because Wolf has R4P astromech, BTG, and expert. Oh, maybe not expert handler. Hmm. Hmm. Um, that's it, though. Four ships. I love it. I love it. Three attack dice. You ready to switch over to Republic, uh, Drew? You're going to start flying Republic now? Oh, you, uh, probably I not. Love it, okay, but, <laughs> but Andrew, buckle up. No, There's a I'm scum list in the top four. Uh, yeah, it's, I do see it. Um, Jay Churchman, I believe this is Joe. Joe Churchman. He's been around a lot, yeah. He's been around, yep. Well, we're going to see a lot of familiar names here from the um, Golden State Games World Qualifier on account of, this is also the West Coast, Chris. You heard of it? Mm -hmm. It's on the other side of the United States. Opposite of us. Scum and villainy. I don't know why my brain wants to say villainry, which is like not a word, but I really want to say it. (laughs) Scum and villainy. uh, He's got old T in the fang with uh, Beskar reinforced plating, crack shot and fearless. It's got Fenral Fang with Mando Optics, op, Mando Optics, Beskar Reinforced Plating, Predator and Fearless. Lima Kai with R4B11 and Plasma Torps. That's the one where you like spend a spend an enemy stress and they get to I don't know, re-roll something or something like that. <laughs> we got Dirge, Shitty Dirge with Contraband pro, Proton Cannons <laughs> and <Shitty> Fearless. <laughs> And then last but not least, we got Boosk in the Z95 with the marksmanship and the Deadeye shot. Fucking love it. God, I love this list. Joe Churchman. How do you like Shout it, outs. Drew? Would you build the fangs yes, out like us. that? Uh, no, this is exactly how. I mean, Old Tarek with Crackshot is probably the right um, call. The, the fangs, this is the way you're supposed to be building them. Uh, absolutely. I mean, you could, if you really want to... Um, put the over tune what is it not burnout thrusters on fen because people like to do the slam into the bump into the focus um but i'm not a fan of that because range zero sucks for fangs regardless mm-hmm. um so no I, I think this is the correct way to be building fen absolutely and uh old terok i mean you definitely do reinforce plating and fearless because he wants to be in that range one area um I, I like the list a lot. Um, I think the only thing that I would probably... So uh, it's funny because like, I'm looking at this exact same list and the only thing that I'm thinking about doing differently is replacing Dirge and Bosk with Afra. And um, I don't know uh, if that's the right call or not, mm. but um, it, it's, I think it's definitely got some kind of you know balls to it. It's well, Dirge and Afra combined to form Voltron. That would... That would be more punch, I guess, but uh, and more maybe durability, but um, less yeah. objective friendly, right? I mean, right. Though, it's, yeah, right. It's definitely less objective friendly. It, it, the thing with the like the fangs is they they have a hard time with salvage because they want to be boosting and they want to be right, yeah, and everything like that. So it's kind of like one of those things. The thing about Afra is that like it handles Han very well. So it's like you know you Han doesn't want to be trading shots with <laughs> Afra, and it's kind of like if she can you know she could kind of scare him off a little bit while mm-hmm. um you know they the other fa- the other pieces of the list kind of do stuff um so lima is you know a 3.5 initiative ship so it's kind of like cool I- i'm cool with either putting plasma or uh, cluster missiles on her 
So that uh that droid is not nice if that's the one I think it is. The R what is it the Yeah, R... it's the one where you re-roll the uh, oh, uh green it, dice. Yeah, it mm. totally makes me feel like this saturated yeah, saliva thing. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Um, like, oh god. NPE. Now, I, none of these three ship lists did so hot, but uh, but there's one that's catching my eye. Mm. Because on my desk right now, Andrew, let me tell you, on my desk oh, yeah. at this very moment is... Oh, yes, is a Razor Crest. It's a Razor Crest. It's like I have two Razor Crests on my desk. One is a Lego Micro Fighter, and uh, one is an X-Wing Razor Crest. And I <clears throat> love the Razor Crest. Um, and it's just sitting there tempting me. It's always tempting me. And it just as it tempted our friend... His name is Contrarian, so really, actually, this is excellent, excellent <clears throat> roll better naming for your list, too, dude. Uh, you got Mando here Mando. with the child, Mando Optics, and the Razor Crest title. So he's got a sneaky, hidden, illicit. Then he's got Boba Fett. Boba. He's back. Boba Fett Boba. where? Right here. Oh. Boba with Ahsoka Tano, Contraband Cybernetics, Marauder, Veteran Tail Gunner. Then old T, Elder T, with uh, clan training, fearless, best scar reinforced plating, commando optics, all I five three ship. I'm into it. Yeah, I mean, I would change uh, the old T loadout, and I might even change the Boba loadout, but I would fly this list. No, I think the only thing that you change on Boba Fett is you throw Maul on there instead of Ahsoka. Um, Right, because they're both ten points now. Yeah, so there's no like just do the do the Maul Boba thing. Right, right. So yeah, and like I said, I mean, with um, old Tarok, I mean, clan training is you're probably getting that focus regardless. I mean, although mm-hmm. otherwise, I think everything is correct. I mean, we all know the Mandalorian is the child, and Mandal, um, yeah, Mandalorian optics and the Razor Crest, because then you get that cool trick. Yeah, well, you, uh, you can do the yes, yeah, so you can nice. do the FTC trick, but you can also just throw contraband under there and yeah it's great. right, right. Like, i mean that's, that's the thing is like you can so just, it's a free extra three to five points that way and right. it's great right yeah yeah um it's it's fun i mean uh, i i want to play more of boba just because like everyone's kind of like i oh, he's not as good as he used to be that doesn't mean he's not good anymore mm-hmm. so yeah he's just I mean, not overpowered in the way he used to be he's huh? good i think it's just people are it's nine I mean, points a, I don't so know. it's Here's like okay thing. i don't i don't have as much leniency when i have nine points in one ship i don't have as much leniency for like salvage or for like you know covering all the the objectives i think that's what's on people's mind now chris he's still good chris are you sitting down i'm sitting down don't don't scroll too fast because you get dizzy but Stephen m steve m bought brought CIS double gauntlet. He brought two gauntlets, two of them, two in event, and and in the same list. He didn't just like pack a second one to like keep in his back pocket. He brought two gauntlets. We got Bo-Katan Kreese, Glenn Training, Death Watch, and they got commandos on them. Death Watch commandos, Mando Optics, Gauntlet Title, Swivel Wing. Then we got Pre Vizzler with Notorious Contraband, Mando Optics, Swivel Wing. Then we got a Four vultures. This is a six ship list, and two of the lists, two of the ships in the six ship list are gauntlets. That's. I don't even think this can all legally fit on a three by three. 
That'll make it legal. And the four vultures all have energy shells. That's kind they of all the energy shells. And one is the iron assembler. Yeah. I love this list. This is so goofy. I would fly this if I owned a second gauntlet, which I never will because I don't even like flying my one gauntlet. I mean, pre Vizsla is like good. With today's meta, like everything's high initiative. So it's kind of like, okay, you're probably getting a shot. So it's, uh, I don't. You're probably getting a shot against something that is strained too. Right. So you're throwing four, maybe five dice at something that's strained and you get the reroll from Notorious and. Yada yada yada. It's, it's pre Vizsla is good. There's a lot of hole to chew through in this mm-hmm. list altogether. I it's, like it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because what? Uh, they're each eleven health with yeah. two green dice. Yeah, that's pretty dice. nutty. I mean, there was another list I saw on here. Um, Josh Dunn, uh, very cool stuff. These uh, rack them and stack them over here. This, I believe, is a list that I've seen on the internet before. I don't know if you've heard of the internet, Chris. That, heard of it? That, you know, yeah. Yep. So we got Rack. It's a Rack Attack, baby. I knew this is coming. <laughs> yep. What? The Rack oh, list? I saw the Rack list earlier. I was like, God, oh, I bet you Pete wants to talk about this one. I <laughs> do want to talk about this one. I flew this list or uh, this ish list. Oh, you tried this, actually. Yeah. yeah, I tried this. It's uh, similar, something similar to against you. But yeah, Rack Sorry. with yeah. Ruthless. Darth Vader, Dork Vader, more like Death Troopers, Agile Gunner, Electronic Baffle, Dauntless title. Um, then we got Tomax Bruh, Standard Loadout. Then we got Customized Major Rhymer with Ruthless Cluster, Magpulse, and Seismics. Then we got Captain Faroff with uh, Ruthless and Triple Zero. I tried that as well. So right? mean. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, then lastly, I got Deathfire uh, Standard Loadout here. I, I'm, I'm into this list. Hey, we had a good amount of turns too, Chris. We didn't. We played quick. We played uh, like seven or eight. Yeah, no, yeah, I think eight. Yeah. Uh, still, we had a lot, a lot of rounds. We were playing quick for so many bombs and so many triggers and stuff. So, so when we see Rack, like as yeah. an opponent, what what should someone do? Should they say, you Kill. know what? This is him. this is my guy, right? Like I need yes. to take him out. I need Pour to damage him out into him as it's a damage race. Yeah, he has sixteen health, right? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, four shields, twelve hull. You you want to get through those shields, and then you want to uh, like for so. Here is a couple of things. Like yes, Dauntless title is powerful, right? Because uh, he can bump and then just do a red action, right? But his blues are kind of shitty and he's going to want to baffle that stress away, which takes a damage. So what you're going to want to do is maybe bump him, but more importantly, just get early and often as much damage into that ship as you can. Because once the crits start piling in, he's done for he's toast. Right. You want to make sure you're having green tokens to sacrifice to Vader crew. You want to make sure you're not like totally dying, but the, but the reality is you are going to do everything you can to kill that thing as fast as possible and get your seven points, right? So that's the sooner auto damage is off the table. The sooner death troopers off the table, the sooner seven points are in your hand and that, that big gun is off the table, the better, right? Yeah. Just kill, kill rack ASAP. Now, what about, um, scum? What about the fangs going against rack? Like, what what do you when you see that Drew for example what are you doing you like well oh, funny shit. you mention yeah. this because I actually went uh, no um I, I actually <laughs> did play this at Nova um and oh, okay. yeah 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 so I mean that one it, it was a very 
Was that the stream one? That one looked intense. No, that was okay. not the uh, stream one. Uh, this is my last game to get to day two. And um, mm-hmm. it, it did come down to the last shot that, I mean, I, I laid the 16th damage into him Oof, in the very wow. last uh, round. Um, but, yeah, that was that. I had all four of my guns pointed on rack. I mean, I had Fen in the back, and I had mm-hmm. – um, two fangs on the side and one in the front and it was kind of like you know i knew he was going to be reinforcing somewhere it was just a matter of um where can i you know i I had to make sure that i was just pushing damage through at all costs Mm -hmm. so i mean he was trying to vader um you know fan a lot which is fine you know i was trying to keep fan out of the fight of everything else by having him in the back um, but at the same time, he's going to be trying to rely on that reinforce for a lot. And yeah. if you can, you know, make the reinforce stick with one shot, but then the other two to three shots, uh, it does nothing. I, I think it's a win. So the death troopers are definitely scary because, you know, obviously fangs are boosting into range one and then taking a focus and, you know, now they're stressed. So, I mean, that sucks, but I mean, at the same time, you just got to hope on the dice gods to do what they got to do. Um, but also, you know, you got like optics and stuff anyway for mods. If you really want to burn through that, um, it's still tough though, right? Cause you got, Oh like, yeah. 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 Two people shooting from afar. You have Faroff who's there. If they flew, well, like Pete is kind of like the blocker that's going out there, a little Mr. Kamikaze. Right. Um, that's, so uh, yeah. the, the, I believe this is almost identical to the list that I flew against. And I think, uh, I mean, Faroff, I was able to kind of like, um, like I don't want to say scare off, but like I'm kind of mm-hmm. like, okay, well, Fen's going to go fight Faroff. And like, Captain Scare Off. Yeah, he just Whoa. got out of there. He like he was not in the fight at all. And then once that was a thing, I killed maybe like one of the or two of the uh, or I might have killed a bomber. And then uh, I was like, okay, all ships are now on rack. And you know the objectives um, just kind of fell into place at that point because. Well, I mean, you think about. It's, I mean, I, I I'm, I'm I hope I hope you guys do this, but I think about this sometimes, right? It's like <clears throat> I look at the opponent's list and I'm like, what what quantity of ships plus what quantity of objectives gets me to 20 points, right? Like, how do I win the game, right? And it's like, looking at this list, you say, I can get 10 of these points. I can get rack and a bomber. And then I the other then the only other thing you need to do at that point is outpace on objectives mm-hmm. to get the 10 points, right? And it's right. like, collectively, you're hitting 20 points, and hopefully you're doing it before losing too many of your own ships, right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That is, that was the thing was it was a damage race in our yep. game. And it was like, uh, you know, being behind three green dice definitely helps against rack. Um, well, so. if there's anything I know about anything, three is more than zero and rack gets zero green dice. 16 is more than four. <laughs> uh, jury is actually still out on that. So. I've seen, um, not related, but I guess because we're talking about how to maybe stop rack. Uh, something that I saw on stream is when, oof, I don't know the exact match. We might have talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but it was the Boba, Fen, and OT when that won a tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, and it won it against Han, the Han, the Han meta list. Mm-hmm. And then people always talk about how, uh, you know, the, the Fangs don't really like Han because he's going to be far away. 
and it might be right. hard for them to get in there. But point well, being, he, he can move fast too. He doesn't have to shoot out the front. There's like yeah. a lot of reasons, right? So okay, I, I did fly against a couple Han lists, and like mm-hmm. people are always like, "Oh, Fangs don't want to see turrets. They don't want to see turrets." And it's kind of also like, "Yeah, they, they don't." But also, I mean, they they do their jobs in other ways. So it's kind of like, you know, the, you, I, I get what people are saying with that. And like, you know, whenever, well, I mean, yeah, like, I mean, they're just pointing out like, that's, that's the way around their, let's say most notorious ability. Right. right. So, but, but, but still everything else about them is, you know, there's still three, three agility ships behind four hole. And now that they have all Beskar, it's kind of like, they're scary ships. Um, regardless of, of the Concordia, if you're in Concordia, you're not killing them. And, yeah. um, that that's just kind of like how it is so i mean what i'm i I mean okay like i I had a a talk with someone about um bringing old t and you know to be like okay if you throw old t in front of han he's going to lose that double focus so he can't really you know the piston thing kind of gets turned off um that's how you just pronounced biston like gaston Gaston. I, i always say biston Right, but now I'm thinking it's like no one shoots like Biston. No <laughs> double focus like Biston. We need problems. Similar, similar to what you said though, Drew. In that match, these fangs went up there so fast that they curved into where Han was trying to go, and mm-hmm. they ended up just getting uh, blocking Han. Oh yeah, yeah. Like so, like well, that's yeah. the thing. But like the other thing is, is though that I mean, the three banks on a large base ship. It's kind of just like. <laughs> Okay, um, you know he's going to get out of there, and it's going to be um, just a matter of time until he is taking those long range mm-hmm. shots at you. Um, and, and the fangs want to play tight, um, so they're going to be doing the one turns, the two turns, and then boosts and stuff like that. Um, now, let me tell so you it, something important that Fen Rao Gretzky told me one time: <laughs> Don't fly to where Han is. Fly to where Han is going to be. <laughs> Tip of the day, you know. Look at that. You you miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't. Take. You miss, yeah. Oh, well, oh. you do. That applies to X wing as well. You miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Right, right. So, but but what I'm saying about like, okay, so that's you know, we, we went back and forth about old Terok, and it's kind of like you know, I I feel like yes, if you get that uh, old Terok strip those focus tokens off, um, great, but. It's probably happening once, if not at all. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it, it's a very tricky thing to do. It, it's like, I, I think, yeah, it's a cool trick and everything like that. But I think at the same time, they're just kind of underestimated as what they can do elsewhere as far as, I mean, like in a couple of games that I did fly against Han, it was just like, you know, they were able to kill Han pretty fast. And, um, you know, sure, he's probably taking a free of eight every shot, but... Um, at the same time, they, they can still push that damage through. And um, well, most of the time, he's only rolling one agility die anyway. So yeah. right, but that's what I'm saying. He's rerolling even, even it every if, turn. Even anyway. if it becomes, even if it becomes almost reinforced, like in that, it's always going to hit the evade or whatever. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Right, still, exactly. And still burn him down. Right. And that's that's something I should remember. Like when I see these decimators, well, yeah, yeah, twelve we, hell, yeah, go ahead. four shields, and then I see Han with five shields and whatever hell eight, eight i'm like oh i can't go after that guy meanwhile you know what i should be going after that guy it's yeah a big fun. well that like last night chris and i played a, a game uh no two nights ago we played a game x-wing yeah. right and had a great time internet you heard of it it's good times <laughs> and anyway, you didn't even shoot rack you didn't even like rack ended the only health i lost on rack was when i 
uh, baffled off a of stress, right? Yeah. Like that's it. And, and I really think that that was a misplay on your part. Like, I think, I think if you had turned hard onto rack, I would, that game would have gone differently yeah. for me. Yeah. See, and it, Especially with funny, chance, you're right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the, yeah, that's the, that's the big thing between rack and uh, Han is, and people will remember this from the 1.0 days is that boost. I mean, uh, Han being I six and being able to see the field and then boosting if he needs to, to not take that focus and get out of a, you know, danger spot. It's huge. So it's kind of like uh, when, if you remember on, you know, 1.0 days, you can just engine upgrade on rack and he, a friggin' boosting mm-hmm. rack was dumb. And then he's taking another action with push he's the limit. He's got to use um, Moff Jer Gerard to do that. Sure. But I mean, I, I guess like it, that's the thing is like, um, rack's a lot more predictable of where he's going to be. And it's like, you know, he's exchanging range zero shots with racks like a lot better than, you know, right. exchanging range zero shots with Han. Um, so that's if, if that's what I, I was talking about with um, you know Afra is, is she's kind of in the same boat with um, you know the loadout that people are going with her. It's kind of this big damage race where it's like you know you can almost guarantee. I think like the odds of it happening is like an eighty six percent that you just like put on the table three hits, um, and that's the thing is like Han. You know, okay, maybe one of those you know is going to be an evade because everything, but it's also it's like a guaranteed almost two damage every single time with that, um, mm-hmm. and, and it becomes the damage race there. And that one eighty arc really kind of hurts Han because you know it's, it's a lot harder for him to boost out if you put her at the uh, okay. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's kind of why I, I'm leaning towards Afra in a lot of those situations over a lot of other things. Um, yeah. Interesting. I'm into because it. The, the, that damage race is there, and she might win it because she is getting a reinforce on top of that. So, and you can relate that to all of the the I call the triple R's. You know, the damage race. You you need to push through damage on Han for resistance. You need to push through damage on these little T70s, Republic, the arcs. But you want to push that through and erase ships quicker. Eh, as fast I will as say. I will say before we wrap up, I do we we do owe at least a shout out to username the Groden, who won with five T seventies. Um, apologies for not diving deep into your list, but I just there were so many. You had you were accompanied by such a variety of interesting people doing weird stuff around you. That it was it's. Uh, good for resistance. resistance. Yeah, well, they got to win worlds this year. Resistance needs to win worlds. It's poetic. It's and he didn't. Um, he didn't do like. He, I mean, he had Ferrisir Pain in there. He had Crackshot mm-hmm. on Elo, a shield upgrade yeah, on some, Nimi. Some, Nimi's probably up more front. So good for him, yeah. man. Yeah, shield no, some t- some totally well, different yeah. stuff here than what you like you see all the time. So I like that for sure. Go Groden. Go. They call him the Groden in Spanish. The El Groden. Anyway, um, I I am going to wrap it up here because, again, not to reiterate, drive this point home too far. Everyone can tell I'm loopy. I am falling asleep, my friends. I, Wake up. You're putting uh, everybody brother, up. I'm going, I'm going to bed. My kids <laughs> my kids are physically locked into their room, so they can't fucking bother me. <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. Do you have, like, locks on their doors? No, no, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> In the cage, they put close. No, I, actually, the bedroom, the bedroom doors on the kids' rooms don't lock. They like they don't. They can't even lock themselves in if they wanted to. Child service is going to come this house um, now. They did hear no, the podcast. No, 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 no. They are not. They are not locked. In. Um, Good times. Anyway, no, we have baby monitors and alerts and everything. Don't worry. Good times. We got packs coming okay, up, guys. Yeah, packs is coming up. 
Uh, uh, also, we're gonna put we'll put a I'll put a link. Uh, we'll put, we'll blast links out to this. Our friend uh, who was on our last podcast for our first of the Buyer's Guide series, Vlad, put together a really nice YouTube video version of that where he made little cartoon versions of us and basically put an animated little slideshow up so you can kind of see the product we are talking about when we talk about it, right? So we talk about Guardians of the Republic, Guardians of the Republic comes up. Uh, I haven't watched through the whole thing, but uh, that was a lot of work. And Vlad, we really appreciate it. So we want want anybody, if you have a new player coming in and they say they love the prequels, then you should feel comfortable pointing them to either this YouTube video or our previous podcast. And um, and we're happy to accept any feedback on it and uh, kind of make it a living thing. We want it to be a resource, though, for new players. But anyway, check it uh, out. congratulations to all the players in Canada and Portland who hopefully had a great time at your Worlds Qualifier and your Store Championship, respectively. Thank you to the folks who wrote in. Feel free to drop us a line at yetanotherxwingpod at gmail.com. Andrew, Hi. thank you for being here. Thank you for dropping the PAX knowledge and thank you for all your hard work to make PAX a great event. I know it's going to be a great event. I'm really excited. We're going to eat donuts. We're going to play X-Wing. I'm going to play board games with my wife. Uh, I'm going to get big hugs all around. Take another, we'll take another group picture. You, me, and Brett, take a nice picture. Anyway, it's going to be a fabulous time. Quick shout for ECG. There are still spots available. That's the store championship in New Jersey. East Coast Gamers is the store name Tom's River, New Jersey. You can get more information on the Jersey Shore X-Wing group. It's an open group. You can join it on Facebook. Uh, yeah, they have more. They have spots open for their store championship, and they have their um, their annual charity event coming up in November. That'll be right mm-hmm. after I get back from Disney World. Yep. Um, speaking of which, Disney World, for me, is the week after next. So I'm going to try and make sure there's a podcast queued up. But we'll see what happens. We'll see. Could, we'll figure could it out. Do it. Could you have a cast without Pete? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I, ha- I have offered that before when I've gone We've on done it once. We've done you it did once it once. And you, and you and Sam were both like embarrassed by it, even though I thought it was really good. Yeah, we'll, we'll be fine. <laughs> You're like, oh, it's terrible. Like, It's very funny you're listening to it. <laughs> Well, that's after. Joe. And Sam's like, "What does Pete do here normally?" <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's really funny. Anyway, all right. Again, this has been yet another X Wing podcast. Chris Daniel, thank you for joining me. I've been your host, Pete Lambro. Thank you so much for listening. Good night and good luck. Goodbye. Burr, 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 burr.